Today's episode is brought to you by Bruch. Bruch is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist a fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. That's Bruch. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 172, Drink It To You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Happy Mother's Day to you. The uh, very rare Mother's Day Drink It To You podcast episode. I actually don't think I've ever recorded on Mother's Day before, uh, which isn't, a, you know, it's not going to do anything magical to this episode. <laughs> it's the same guy drinking on the podcast, rambling about nothing. You know, if I can get a cheap laugh out of you guys every week, that's really just the goal of this podcast. It's just a cheap laugh. That's all I'm good for. A couple of cheap laughs, right? So I'll tell you guys... Um, what I did this weekend, dude, and, and, you know, you always have those comfy pants, those pants you can always go to, you know, that always give you the appropriate amount of space on your waistline that you, you just feel good in them. And I got to say after this weekend, man, that space has run out on my comfy pants at home. We've eaten out every single day this week. Uh, I'm sorry, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I can't even remember. It's all blending together what we ate on Friday. Oh, that's right. We went to uh, JC's. We had some some burgers. I got my Impossible Burger, which was delicious. You know, I am eating the plant-based diet. Uh, yesterday, what did we do? Super King China Buffet or some shit like that. I don't know what it was. You know, I'm just eating rice and vegetables, noodles with vegetables. Uh, I love duck sauce. You, you got to do duck sauce. I don't, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like a little bit of duck sauce on something, on an egg roll or something. That's just the shit, dude. It's so good. Um, so I ate that, and I, honestly, that, that kind of tore me up for today. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the sautéed mushrooms. Something got me. Just completely messed my stomach up. And then today, Mother's Day, um, I gave my fiancé what I would call the greatest gift, aside from our daughter. Aside from our beautiful daughter, I, I, I would call it the greatest gift I could give her. <coughs> excuse me. Um, and that was, um, I broke my diet for her today. <laughs> I'm not going to use her as an excuse as to the reason I broke my diet, but I, I will tell you this. It, I make things more difficult than they have to be with my plant-based diet. You know, I can't eat there. I can't have that. I don't want to eat there. They don't have any options for me. I don't want just salad. You know, it's like, I'm the stick in the mud. All the time. Every time we go out to eat, well, let's see what Chris can eat. Let's see what Chris can have. He's plant-based. He's vegan, man. He doesn't like eat animals or anything, man. And I've done that for a year. And today, officially, I broke my diet. Um, I had some chicken wings, <laughs> which were delicious. Uh, I had some bacon cheddar fries, which was delicious. And if uh, you guys don't know, maybe you're new to the podcast, um, I don't do the plant-based thing for the animals. I'm glad. I'm very happy and excited. It warms my fat little heart to know that I help the animals, but I do it for me. Um, as I like to say, I do it for the main animal, myself. I do it just for health reasons. I feel like it's a healthier diet overall. 
blah, 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 blah. I'm not trying to get anybody to convert right now. I'm just explaining my situation. What, uh, you know, the gravity of what I did today. I broke my diet of a year um, just for my fiance, just to make her feel special, that much more special on this uh, on this day. Dude, I've been thinking about stories all week. Um, you know, just growing up like my mom, the things that my mom taught me growing up. My mom put a lot of of uh, confidence in me. I don't know how she did it. I actually need to ask her. She put a lot of confidence in me growing up. You know, there's there's bullies everywhere and there's, you know, that that shit kind of never affected me and I I think you know, I wasn't one to be picked on. You know what I mean? Like I I really didn't give a shit what people thought about me. I didn't care if you didn't like me and it was great if you did, but I think a lot of that came from my mom. She gave that to me. She always pumped me up. She always lifted me up, you know, uh, very thankful for that. I, I just thinking of story, you know, dude, my mom coached my soccer team probably from when I was, let's see, eight years old till I was about 14. And, uh, you know, we, we played rec recreational soccer in the city I grew up in and we were, it, it was crazy, man. Um, my mom was the only female coach for many, many, many years in uh in the soccer league we were a part of and it was the funniest thing to see because you know you have all these these men coaches and uh you know they're they're hard on their kids they're making them run drills they're screaming at them on the sidelines i'll never forget my son's soccer coach <laughs> from a couple of years ago it just took me back dude he was just on the sidelines screaming at the kids, get the ball, get the ball. He's just calling out kids' names to attack the ball and shout it, shout it. You know, just like a fucking maniac, dude. And that's what I remember growing up <laughs> was these men. They were all maniacs, all yelling at the kids, all, you know, getting frustrated on the sidelines when the kids would mess up. And it's like... My mom was the, you know, just the positive reinforcement that, come on, sweetheart, you can do it. Let's go. You can do it. I believe in you. You can do it. She was always encouraging. And what's hilarious about that whole thing <clears throat> is that my mom, our, our teams were the best teams. Nobody could beat us. We were fucking unstoppable. And you got the coach yelling, trying to like drill the kids into doing what he wants. And then you got my mom over there just being sweet as can be. And our team's just mopping the floor <laughs> with the other team. It's like, hey, it does kind of work, right? Whew, excuse me, I had to pause there. I had a little, little coughing fit there. Uh, my allergies strike once again. Anyways, uh, but yeah, my mom, uh, always the positive reinforcement. Uh, that was good to grow up around. Gave me a lot of self-confidence. Uh, I'll never forget one time, I don't know if she'd be mad that I'm going to say this, and I, I don't remember the details to the story, but um, I remember being a little shit when I was about 15 years old. I think I wanted to uh, go on a date to the movies with a girl I really, really, really liked, and she said no, <laughs> and I I was just, you know, hormones, everything changing. I was just ra a raging teenager. And, uh, I, I think what happened was I, I can't exactly remember, but the main point of the story is I decide in front of my mom, well, I'm like, well, I'm fucking leaving. I'm out of here. I'm taking the truck and I'm going to go. Uh, 
I'm going to go do it anyway. You know, uh, maybe I was 16. I was old enough to drive. I knew that much. Um, and I'm like, I'm taking the fucking truck. I'm doing whatever I want. I really like this girl. I don't care what you say. Me and Brittany are going to be together, mom. Um, <laughs> I don't know what her name was. But uh, anyways, my mom full on, I took the keys, headed out the back door because it was the closest door. My mom full on linebacker fucking tackled the shit out of me. And uh, which I completely deserved. I was being a jerk. And it might have been one of the best things that happened in my life because I was at that point, I was like, you know, I might be, I might appear bigger and stronger than my mom, but my mom's a fucking beast, dude. She tackled my ass. I hit the ground and I tried to like squirm away, like wiggle away. And she just, she wouldn't let me up. And I think somehow she got the keys away from me and I didn't end up going. And, uh, I was in deep shit, you know, um, I was a little too old to be, you know, like I'm running away. I wasn't, I wasn't doing all that, but I was like uh, determined to go see this movie with this, you know, with this girl and it. it just didn't happen. But yeah, she fucking full on tackled me. And that's the day I realized like, damn, my mom is fucking strong, dude. <laughs> Stronger than I gave her credit for, you know, I'm like thinking I'm hot shit. I'm like, I work out five days a week at school. You know, I've been, I've been pumping some iron, you know, look at these guns, you know, and, and dude, my mom just, just took me out one fail swoop. It was awesome. Um, I am drinking tonight, by the way. Uh, I haven't mentioned what I'm drinking. How many? Holy shit. I've talked for 10 minutes already. Uh, that flew by. I am drinking rum and Coke. My Sailor Jerry's dark rum with Coke. It's nothing special, uh, but I need another drink before I have a coughing fit. Hopefully you have something delicious to drink in front of you. If you got them, drink them bottoms up. Cheers. And I got to say, man, um, I did break my diet today, but, uh, tomorrow I am starting hardcore. I'm, I'm going back plant-based. I'm definitely going to pay for those wings I ate and the cheese on the fries. Good Lord. Uh, if, if King China buffet or buffet China King or whatever the fuck the place was called, if that didn't do it to me, uh, the Buffalo wild wings today is definitely going to take me out tomorrow. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to feel like complete shit tomorrow after eating a year of basically just vegetables. You know, there's some processed food in there. This, it's really going to mess me up. Um, I sh- I really shouldn't be stirring my rum and Coke. I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm taking another drink. Cheers everybody. But I got to stop. I got to stop with the soda dude. Uh, in the past month and a half, I've had more beer than I've had, um, I think it's probably been a good year and a half since I started, since I stopped drinking beer. And I just, I got to cut that out altogether. I used to, you know, empty calories. You always hear beer is empty calories. Oh, it's just empty calories. That used to not mean shit to me. I was like, I don't give a damn if it's full calories, empty calories, half calories. Uh, the shit will get you where you want to be, right? Uh, so that's all I cared about. But now I get it, dude. I'm just bloated and like swollen. And you just bloated from all the carbonation, all the empty fucking calories and shit. Like I, I'm off sodas tomorrow. Uh, I'm just drinking water. I'm going, um, no sugar, no processed sugar. Um, I'm doing my lectin free diet, which is basically just green leafy vegetable diet with, you know, yeah, I can have avocados and like almonds and stuff like that. I'm going fucking hardcore starting tomorrow. My horoscope even said that I should. 
or that I would, <laughs> if you believe that. That's such a generalized, like, you know, you will breathe air tomorrow. It's like, thanks, horoscope. I kind of fucking knew that. You will eat food tomorrow. All right. I already knew that. Thank you. That's not breaking news. But yeah, I really got to stop the beer, dude. I, I've I've drank more beer lately than than I planned on. Um, and it's it's just not good for you. I'm just the the seltzers. I I'm not sure how those affect you. It's just carbonated water and alcohol, right? I'm I'm not exactly sure, but I I gotta stay away from anything carbonated. I think maybe like a uh, what do you call it? Like a Topo Chico every now and then would be okay. Just to get that bubbly going. Um, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Had to pause there again, dude. I don't know what's going on. I guess it's my allergies again. They're back. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting out the beer, cutting out the soda, cutting out the sugar. I'm, I'm going hardcore. I'm going to start working out again. Uh, this was a plan I was supposed to be doing uh, for the past, I don't know, four months before summer started during springtime. I should have been doing this already. I talked about it on the podcast, and I just didn't stick to it. Uh, but I got to start sometime, right? You got to lo- shed a, a little bit of the pounds. It's amazing, honestly. If you just cut out soda and beer and things like that, just the little th- the the juices, all the Gatorade all the time. If you cut out shit like that, it you'll just start dropping the weight. It's it's amazing how how much that stuff adds uh, to your waistline. Um. Dude, I got to tell you guys about this. Um, uh, my daughter, she just started going to daycare. We call it school. I kind of freaked a couple of people out when I was like, yeah, we, we got our first school pictures. And they're like, school? She doesn't go to school. I'm like, well, okay, it's daycare. But she learns in there. We call it school. We're just getting her prepared you know, for the day where she does go to school. If she learns the word school now, oh, I'm going to school. It's school. It's school. She'll She'll be used to it by the time she actually goes to school. So anyways, dude, she took her first school pictures, which are fucking adorable right before mothers. I think they planned it out this way too, which is brilliant. Uh, they released the pictures the week of mother's day weekend. Brilliant. By the way, what mom in her right mind is going to be like, yeah, I don't know if we should buy these this week, you know, or I mean really any week, but especially on mother's Mother's Day week, right? Oh, excuse me. So anyways, we get the picture in and, you know, this is all premeditated. We know it's picture day today. So we, you know, we dress her cute. We put her little pigtails up. We put her in her, her flowery dress with her shiny white shoes and, you know, and, you know, just dress her up I mean, make, make sure she's looking cute for the day. So she takes her pictures and we just get the prints in the first one. It's like I clicked on the page and she's looking at the camera and she's kind of got a little smirk on her face like, oh my God, dude, that is so cute. I love it. I love it so much. The second one, there's like a little kind of like a like a seashell on the box she's sitting on with a, you know, like a, a, a net that you would use to catch like crabs. And it's like kind of kind of like a fisherman, like a, a sea theme kind of thing. So she's in the second picture, she's looking down. And she's playing with like the seashell. It's super cute. I'm like, oh my God, she's so adorable. I love her so much. And the third picture, dude, uh, I died laughing. I sent it to all my friends, all my family. Dude, she's giving like the the most like ice cube mean mug 
you've ever seen in this third picture. And I love the fact that the photographers kept the picture. They didn't discard that picture. They said, this is a keeper. And I'm so glad they did because it is honestly, we're not framing any of the other cutesy pictures. I've already told my fiance, we're not framing any of those. We're framing the ice cube mean mug picture. That's the one that's going up on the wall. It's going to be the largest print we get. It is just fucking hilarious. And, uh, the face she's making, it's just, you know, she's just like, she has this little bunny that she carries around everywhere with her. It's her little baby. It's what we call her baby. And we're thinking what happened was they took the baby away right before the picture. So she's given the meanest fucking look at the camera. Uh, it's the funniest thing, dude. Um, I, I'm kind of weird about like posting my picture of pictures of my kids up for, for this podcast. Um, so I'm describing it in the best detail that I can, cause I'm not going to post a picture up. You only get that if you're, if you're close to me, but it just, just picture ice cube, just picture a white redheaded baby with an, uh, an ice cube mean mug look on their face. It's the fucking best dude. And my fiance was even like, I've seen that face before. I'm like, well, she's done that before. She's like, no, I've seen you do that face before. I'm like, oh shit. You know, it's just, uh, that attitude, the sass. That's what my fiance likes to call it. You're sass. You're so sassy. Why are you so sassy? You know, that's one of the things I've been working on since we've, we've gone to counseling. My sassiness, you know, don't say everything you think. And uh, I've been doing a little bit better job of it. But, uh, dude, I'm so glad. Like, I think my fiance was a little pissed that they kept that picture. But just as the, just being me, <laughs> it was the best fucking picture they could have left in there for me. Uh, I want to shake that photographer's hand if I get a chance to meet them. Um, it was fucking great. Uh, cheers. Let's take another drink. All right. Time for drink recommendations. So I got two rum cocktails and one uh, vodka cocktail. And these are ones I've never heard of. So that's good. These aren't repeat cocktails. Uh, these are all new, at least to me. Uh, so the first one I have for you is from the foodnetwork.com. This is called After Midnight Cocktail. After midnight, we gonna let it all hang out after midnight. Eric Clapton, anybody? Anyways, um, you're gonna need one cup chocolate flavored vodka, one cup vanilla flavored vodka. It's weird that they're doing it in cups. Half cup coffee flavored liqueur, ice. You're gonna need chocolate covered espresso beans for garnish. That sounds fancy. Uh, and chocolate shavings for garnish. Here's how the hell you make it. It's one easy step, it looks like. Chill two martini glasses in a large martini shaker. Add the chocolate vodka, vanilla vodka, coffee, liqueur, and fill with ice. Shake the cocktail well for 30 seconds. Pour the cocktail into the glass and garnish with espresso beans and shaved chocolate. That is from foodnetwork.com. Uh, that is the after midnight, we gonna let it all hang out, uh, cocktail. <laughs> the next one I have for you is the rum swizzle. This is williams-sonoma.com. Uh, what you're going to need for it is one and a half ounce gold rum, one ounce pineapple juice, half an ounce orange juice, one dash Angostura bitters, one teaspoon artisanal grenadine, 
the hell is artisanal grenadine? Or artist anal, if you will. <laughs> and one pineapple wedge. Here's how the hell you're going to make it. In a cocktail shaker, combine the rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, and Angostura bitters. Fill the shaker with ice and shake vigorously until frothing for about 15 seconds. Uh, step two is serve. Strain into a double old-fashioned glass filled with crushed ice. Spoon the grenadine on top. Garnish with pineapple wedge and serve immediately. Makes one drink. Williams Sonoma Test Kitchen. Uh, that's the rum swizzle. And the last one I have for you guys is the air mail cocktail. That rhymes. I love it. Um, here's what you're going to need. One fluid ounce Bacardi Gold Rum. Half a fluid ounce lime juice. Half a fluid ounce honey syrup. Three honey to one water is how you make it. One and a half fluid ounces Brute Champagne. Oh boy, do I love some Brute Champagne. That is the shit, dude. I could drink that all day long. Uh, I think it, someone's told me before, I don't know if this is true, champagne is non-alcoholic. That can't be true. I'm sure they have non-alcoholic champagne. But I think for the most part, like when it when it came to be a thing, uh, this is a little bit of drunken history. I don't know anything. I don't know any facts of what I'm saying. I feel like it's just it's supposed to have alcohol, at least a little bit. Um, let's see. How the hell do you make it? You're not going to tell me how to make it? Oh, okay. Here it goes. How to make. Shake first three ingredients with ice and strain into an ice-filled glass, preferably a column of ice, topped with champagne. That's badass. I got to try that. That's the airmail cocktail from Difford's Guide. Dot com. As always, everybody, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, just be safe out there, guys. Stay where you're at. Give up your keys. Just, just do something intelligent for once. You ain't got to drink and drive. I know you love listening to Eric Clapton. After midnight, we gotta let it all hang out. I know you love listening to it while you're drinking. Uh, just don't drive while you're doing it, right? Uh, cheers, everybody. Bottoms up. All right, and as I've been doing, I'm going to leave the sports for the last few minutes of the podcast here. Uh, let's go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. My Dallas Stars have been eliminated from the 2021 uh, playoffs. All that hope I was giving you guys there for weeks has, has not amounted to dick. Um, we'll get them next season? I don't know. I, I, I've just never seen such a fall-off. I'm sure it's happened in sports history before, but it's like... Going from almost winning the Stanley Cup to uh, not even making the playoffs. What a drop-off. I know Radulov's been hurt. I know Bishop was hurt. Sagan was hurt like 80% of the season. You know, and those things are, uh, you know, those things are hard to overcome. Look what Sagan did in his first couple of games back. It was like a goal a game. It's like, yeah, we could have used another 15 to fucking 30 goals this season. That would have helped us tremendously. Uh, but yeah, my, my, uh, my stars are out of the playoffs, unfortunately. And I'll tell you where it all went downhill in my opinion. Not it, it didn't all go downhill, but something we should have done just in my humble opinion, um, the game after we play the predators and we lose in overtime, Jimmy Ben smashes his stick over the goal because it's so frustrating. We lost to, uh, Nashville. Uh, they're just not that good. I'm sorry to uh, to tell you, Nashville. You're just not that good. We had a shit season. Uh, you're not going to make it far in the playoffs. You're definitely not winning the cup this year. You can mark my words. If you win the cup, I'll put my 
I don't know. I'll do something extreme. I don't know. Uh, it's not going to happen, so I'm not worried about it. But anyways, and I don't even hate Nashville. That's the thing about it. I don't hate Nashville. I just, you know, fans talking shit kind of irritates me a little bit. But uh, it's fine. You know, you'll get yours. And uh, it kind of sounds like you hate Nashville. <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't hate Nashville. All right. Um, where it went, uh, it could have been different, is the, the next game against the Panthers. You don't start Hudobin that game. You start Ottinger. Uh, you, you just have to, man. You have to, have to, have to, have to, have to. Hudobin has not been who we had last season. He has not been the same. He's been in trouble with the team. You don't start Hudobin that game. You start Ottinger. I remember turning on the game as soon as I got home. And I'm like, why is Doby in there? It should be Ottinger, man. Ottinger's a big body. He's, you know, gained a lot of experience. The guys love him. You know, they'll fight for him. Dude, I, I don't know. I can't speak to any of this. I've never been in a professional locker room. But it just seems like when Doby was in goal this season, our players were just like, yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy. And it's Which is really... Odd to see because after last season, he was like the heart and soul. What was keeping us in these fucking playoffs? We didn't have Bishop. He was the one. He was the guy, and we didn't fucking. I, we were all rallying around him, and all of a sudden this season, it just seems like fuck him. I don't get it. I don't understand what what happened with that guy. What happened with the morale? You know, with the team for him. Um, so yeah, I am a little bummed that my stars are out of it. Not that we would have made it past the first round. Now that I'm talking to shit on Nashville, I don't know that we would have made it past the first round. We would have had to play um, Carolina. We don't have a great record against Carolina. Um, but you know, you, you never know. Nobody expected us to go as far as we did last season either. You know, Um so it's 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 all up in the air. It's 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 bad news for me and my Dallas Stars, but also on a, on a positive note, playoff hockey is right around the corner, and there's nothing like playoff hockey. Uh, I'm gonna watch every game I can. I'm gonna consume every single game I can, and uh, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to see who's gonna hoist the cup this season, and that's what I love. You know, I just love good hockey. I love you know hard hits, uh, big slap shots. You know, all, all the good shit, all the strategies that you're going to employ in the playoffs that you, you, you've been working on all season. You know, this works against this team. This doesn't work against that team. You, you, that's what you're figuring out all season. I can't wait to see it, dude. It's just a heightened sense. You know, everybody is on their fucking top game. Not to say they're, they're not during the regular season, but it is all or fucking nothing. You leave everything you can out there. So uh, I'm excited to see that. <clears throat> and other sports news, did you guys see Luka Doncic get tossed the other night uh, for for nothing? I, I, I mean, I didn't watch the whole game. I only saw the little clips of it, but literally they came back from the timeout, like the TV timeout or whatever, and he's walking to the, to the sideline, I guess, to get the ball and, and, and throw it in, and the fucking, the ref just ejects him. I, I don't know for what he just like, he's walking over there, you know, thinking, you know, about what he's going to do. And then he looks up at the ref and the ref's like, you're gone. And he's like, huh? 
And Russ like, you're out of here. And he's like, what did I fucking do? Like, I know this guy. I know Doncic is like, you know, he's a little mouthy. I will. He's got some sass to him. <laughs> I know that. But just to have a guy walking over to the side and just toss him because you don't like the way he looked at you or something like, I don't know what the fuck that was all about. But that was one of the strangest things I've ever seen. You know, people talking shit online. Well, he's a fucking baby. He's always crying. Oh, that's not a reason to throw somebody out of a game. That's not a good enough reason to throw. So, yeah, he can have an opinion. He can express his opinion as long as he doesn't cross the fucking line. But for walking to the sideline to toss the ball in after a timeout and just tossing him like that, I think we were watching the game tonight. I think he got tossed again. I don't know what he did this time. He's just like the fucking bad boy of the NBA all of a sudden. You know, I'm sure, you know, refs get tired of hearing all the bullshit, but he's not the only player in the league that's done that. Why are they tossing him? Maybe there's more to this story I didn't gather, but um, it just looked odd. Just from a, you know, passerby. Just from a, uh, you know, someone just watching from the outside. Because I'm, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, you know. I'm not sitting down to watch every game. I will watch the playoffs. Because uh, that's the same thing with hockey, man. It's exciting. It's all or nothing. Everybody's throwing it all out there. Um. I have a, you know, I'm just kind of a, 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 what do they call me? A casual fan of, of basketball. But, uh, that just looked odd. I really don't know what happened there. And in baseball news, um, just my whole world is upside down right now. I, uh, my, my stars are out of the playoffs. The, the Mavericks are in the playoffs if it started today. And my, my Texas Rangers are doing their fucking thing, dude. Um, Let's look at these scores. Uh, I'll try to find the last time the Rangers lost. Okay, so May 3rd, Rangers lose to the Twins 6-5. May 4th, <coughs> Rangers over the Twins 6-3. May 5th, Rangers over the Twins 3-1. May 6th, Rangers over the Twins 4-3. May 7th, Rain uh, Mariners over the Rangers 5-4. And to uh, yesterday's final, nine to eight Rangers. In today's final, ten to two Rangers over the Mariners. Those past two games, uh, Mariners have a really good team, second place in our division. Uh, the other thing is that's surprising to me is the Twins, dude. The Minnesota Twins always kick our fucking ass every season, and we took three of the four games from them. In this first series. I don't know what is happening. With the Texas Rangers. They are now at 500. As of today. After that win. That 10-2 to win. Over the Mariners. The second place Mariners. What? Uh, I don't know what's happening. But let's fucking keep it up dude. Um, I was telling a buddy of mine. I was like yeah. The Rangers are going to be what they're going to be. They're not going to really do shit. I don't know. Uh, Chris Woodward. He's got the guys doing something, and I, I really, I'm starting to learn the guys on the team, and I'm really, really starting to like this team. Willie Calhoun, um, he's he's becoming one of my favorite players. Joey Gallo, uh, can fucking crush the ball. He doesn't. He's not ever gonna have the best batting average, but uh, when he gets a hold of one, man, it's fucking gone. Uh, we're just doing it all, pitching, batting, like the the scores. I'm just looking back here. We're at least scoring five runs a game, it looks like. 
Okay, we had one run against the Red Sox. But the game previous, we beat them 4-1. to one. The game after that, we beat them 8-6. Dude, we can score some fucking runs. That's American League Baseball right there, baby. Uh, hopefully we can keep up this pace. We're at 500 baseball now, dude. Um, who do we got up next? We got the Mariners for another game. Then we have a two-game set with the Giants. Then a four-game set with the Astros. Then the Yankees. Four-game set with the Yankees. Astros again. Angels. Mariners. Uh, when are we going to play the Athletics? Have we played Oakland so far this season? Um, Angels, Sox. Yeah, the White Sox kind of took us by surprise and smacked us around a little bit. Uh, we haven't played the A's yet. I, I wonder what's going on with that. But uh, let's let's keep it going. My Texas Rangers, let's make it to the playoffs too. Like the, uh, the Sars couldn't do. So uh, that's going to do it for me for tonight, you guys. I got to down this this rum and coke and call it a night. It is late Sunday night. I got to, you know, get a couple of things together for work tomorrow. But uh, I enjoyed it. Thank you guys for listening. Episode number 172, Drink It Till You podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Uh, happy fucking Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Don't do not do the, you know, you don't have to curse during it. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Let's Let's finish this off. All right, guys, that's it. I'll talk to you guys next week. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.